dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Oh, hope you're all doing well. It's a wonderful day out. Sitting here looking through my uh, another module I'm trying to get out the door for a video, working on my dungeon list, how to make quick dungeons, and still pondering the age-old question, why are there dungeons in my world? What is the logic to dungeons? I'm coming closer to that answer, but I haven't quite got there yet. But that's, I've talked about that before. What I want to talk about today is the adventure itself. Things like plot hooks and adventures and just getting the players involved in the first place. And I've talked sort of kind of around this before, but I thought I'd actually sit down and talk about this. This If this sounds like something I've talked about before, my apologies. But we'll talk about that after this. Of course, what got me going was a YouTube video. Somebody talking about how to make... uh, how to, another one of those how to make D&D adventures type videos. And he's, you know, all they, had, all they need is for the guy who's doing it to say one thing that my mind goes, hey, wait a minute, I should talk about that. And so here we are. Now, this can apply to modules. This can apply to, especially to sandboxes, but it can apply to something you've already planned. Modules are something you've come up with as far as adventure goes. Okay, you sit down and decide, oh, this is a neat module. I think my group should should go with it, should, should, should play in it. Or you say, okay, they're doing this, they're in that land. I got a good idea for an adventure. I'm going to sit down and prep it. And you do. Come game time, the players, you present them with ways to get involved with the plot, and they're not biting. Now, what I mean by that is, and I'm not, I, what I mean is, you lay out like a situation, like someone's kidnapped, and you have motivations there. And you have, like, they're going to pay you a lot of money. It's your sister's boyfriend. It's this, that, and the other thing. And it's just like, no, we don't want to do that. All right. Well, what do you want to do then? Now, what do I, what I mean is you're not going to come out and say, hey, what do you want to do then? What I mean is, you know, the players don't bite. Okay. If the players say, okay, we'd rather go invest, maybe say you've got some situations going on outside of town or something that you really hadn't thought about. It's just like you let it out. Okay, we want to check and see why those dwarves are having trouble keeping their mind open. Okay, fine. I can roll with that. All right? I can roll with that. And get, I, that, at that point, I'll just go, sorry, guys, give me 10, 15 minutes. We'll go. And I sit there and I go, okay, and then I can put something together and we can go. Or they may say, we want to go down by the river and check that old abandoned riverboat. Okay, fine. Give me 10, 15 minutes. Boom, 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 boom. I come up with something. I go. What I hate, this this thing, here, this is a bit of a rant. One thing I cannot stand is the fact that if I plan something as a GM, and the players don't want to do it, 
but don't give me anything else. What I mean by that is if you guys, the, as the players, what I mean is if I come up with something and you don't want to follow that lead, that's fine. But tell me what you do want to do. Just don't sit there saying, oh, we don't want to do that. What else you got? Or something, you won't say what they would say that, but it's like, we don't want to do that. And then they just sit there and look at you like I'm supposed to pull something else out of my behind. I, I, at that point, I think my world is rich enough because I try to give them enough background to, to work with. You know what I'm saying? I can try to give them enough background to say, okay, you're in this town. There's that town over there. you got a dungeon over here. This is the, the dwarves are mining over there. We've got paddle boats or, you know, we've got a river runs over off the river and, you know, other things like that. You may give them a rumor or two. And then they will just, you say, you, you plan something now and says, no, we'd rather go over here. Fine. That's good. Or if they say, no, we don't want to do that. And then just sit there and look at you. Like you're supposed to sit there and entertain them. No, we are entertaining each other. That's why we play a game. So as a player, if you don't want to go on the adventure that the GM planned, give them something. What do you want to do? If you, and you know, there's there's a flip side to this, but I'll get to it in a minute. But it just dr drives me bonkers where the players will just ex sit there and expect you to entertain them for three hours or four hours or however long it is. Sorry, can't do that. This is a cooperative thing. All right, let's look at the flip side. Say you, I, I think it's a responsibility of the game master to... Make sure that the players are informed well enough in the background of the campaign world. And I'm not talking about like for a session or anything. Even for a session, if you've got some idea where you want to relay that, it's a session zero thing. Relay that to the players so they have something that they can wrap their head around, some context of where they are. Okay, it doesn't have to be, it could be three or four things, it could be a few rumors, that's all, that's all you have to do. They will come up with characters, you come up with the prop, the premise, all right? You know, it's all part of session zero. Now, that's your responsibility. Your other responsibility is listening to your players, listening to, okay, you plan something, they don't want to do that, and they say, we want to go over here, or we want to go over there. Pick up on it. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to them. You've got to do that. You've got to do that. I mean, both groups, players, GM, you guys got to work together. This is a cooperative game. I'm just, it just, it just frustrates, this is a frustration of mine where, where nothing happens because either the players, the players won't do anything with the world even though the GM gives them stuff to do, or the GM just won't listen to the players. Some of that is like obliviousness, a lot, of, and some of that is you're so wrapped up in your world and this adventure, you know, it's your way of the highway. And no, that's not the way it works. You know, you play this. This is what I planned. We're playing it. You don't do that to players. 
No, this is why I like sandboxes, because I can plan three or four things in rough form, plot hook wise, and they're there for me to develop. I Maybe it's just because of me, because the way I like to work, because I really love to ad lib. I love to, you know, you give me something and I will run with it as a game master. I will try and give you something, you run with it. And I will I will chuck the whole adventure out the window if I have to. If you guys come up with something, I go, oh, okay, give me a few minutes. I come up with something, all right, let's go. I could easily come up with something if you give me about 10, 15 minutes, easily. Because I know the world, I know the monsters I want to use, I know the treasure I have, I know the towns that are there, things like that. That's that's the only way to do it as far as I'm concerned. Because uh, I like I said, I I I don't I don't plan adventures, I plan frameworks and situations. There's an overarching theme to it. And there's a beginning, middle, and end, but they're not set in stone. And the players, for their part, have to understand that this is a living world. And if they want to go off and do something else, I'm perfectly fine with that. The world will go on. Something may happen when they come back. Maybe the the person who got kidnapped was found. Maybe they were found dead. Maybe they're getting a a posse together to get the, the whoever the heck did this. So... You know, it's it's a living, breathing thing, and this game is a give and take. Now, I'm sorry I had to rant on this, but it just it, it was it's a pet peeve of mine. That's all I can say. So, you know, go out there, make sure make sure the players players give something to the GM to work with. GMs listen to the players and give them in a background to work with. So, anyway, I gotta go start my day. So. If you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you profusely. Just like I thank Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. Thank you. And don't forget... Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinker's The Tinker, Eric Tinker's Tavern Chat. There we go. All right. Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm